Hey, welcome to the radio show. Before we get into all that soccer stuff, all that Ballon d'Or stuff, Adam Boltwood from the Football Republic with us. Got to start with a cheers and a farewell to a giant among legends. David Bowie, dead at the age of 69, but your music, your spirit, and your soul will live on forever. My name is Nate Abarea. Pleasure and a privilege to be with you starting a fresh week. And what a weekend we just had. FA Cup over in England was magic. Who says the cup has lost its luster? I enjoyed every second of the cup this weekend, and I refuse to call it the Emirates FA Cup. I will not wait. Did I just call it the Emirates FA Cup? Crap. Ballon d'Or, Messi wins it again for a fifth time. And Carly Lloyd, the world player of the year. So the king and queen of world football. We have Lionel Messi and Carly Lloyd. Also enjoyed Liga MAX getting underway this weekend down south of the border. The Zizou debut for Real Madrid. Bale scoring hat trick. Zinedine Zidane getting a win in his managerial debut at Real Madrid. Rafa who? And I know all of you have been oh so curious about what happened in the highly anticipated Sac River Derby up in Redding, California. Well, in case you haven't been on Twitter, you haven't been following our feed, you haven't been following World Soccer Talk, Shasta 5 Enterprise 1. Wait, no, i got to do that proper. Shasta 5 Enterprise 1. By the way, Messi 1, Ronaldo 2, Neymar 3, Lewandowski 4, Suarez 5. These are the Ballon d'Or final rankings. Mueller 6, Neuer 7, Hazard 8, Iniesta 9, and Alexis 10. That's four Barcelona players, three Bayern Munich players, one Madrid, one Chelsea, one Arsenal. No Welshmen and no defenders. Hmm. Okay. Guess you don't need defenders in soccer. It's all about attacking. Congratulations, Lionel Messi. Congratulations, Carly Lloyd. Adam Boltwood, presenter for the Football Republic, is with us after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at soccerondish.com. Hey America, it's me, Colonel Sanders. Now, can you guess what I'm thinking? Nope, that's not it. Nope, nope, not that. Nope, nope. Exactly. KFC's popcorn chicken is made with 100% white meat. Not like those nuggets that come in funny shapes. And now you can get them in a KFC $5 fill-up along with a side, a cookie, and a drink. Wow, you are very good at guessing things. Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's finger-licking good. At participating KFCs includes popcorn chicken, side biscuit, cookie, medium drink, tax extra. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com 
With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. I have to get to sleep. Tom had a stressful day, and now he can't shut down at bedtime. Need sleep. To fall asleep fast, millions of people turn to Unisom Sleep Gels. They're non-habit-forming and quickly help you sleep soundly so you wake recharged. Mm. Tom? (sighs) Unisom Sleep Gels. A stressful day deserves a restful night. Use as directed. Active ingredient diphenhydramine hydrochloride. It's not a team without t-shirts. Custom t-shirts from Custom Ink are the easy way to connect any group. Our online design lab makes it simple to create a shirt design that your group will love. Or you can easily upload your own logo. Whether you need one shirt or thousands, Custom Ink can print any size order. And we know you can't wait for your new t-shirts. That's why we offer free shipping and on-time delivery is guaranteed. Get a free price quote today at custominc.com. Welcome back into World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Tweet us at World Soccer Talk. Tweet yours truly, Nate Abarea at Nate WST. Follow at Sports Byline USA for updates on the show. Leave us a review on iTunes when you get a chance as well. And subscribe to us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Our guest in this edition of the show is a presenter at the Football Republic you know what YouTube is? You ever been on YouTube? Football Republic. You know the Football <laughs> Republic. It's Adam Boltwood. How you doing, mate? Doing very well. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So speaking of YouTube, you guys are absolutely mm-hmm. crushing it on the old <laughs> interwebs, Adam. Talk about what's new uh, with the Football Republic and, and how you got your start with them. Yeah, I mean, we've been going for, what, since about June now, I think. Um, sort of set up this YouTube channel, working for a, a company over here in the UK called Shot Glass Media. Um, trying to, to sort of make a YouTube channel that fans can come and debate on, they can come on and have their say, and, you know, talking about all the issues in the beautiful game. And it seems to be going pretty well so far. I just crossed 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, so everyone's happy. Who was the the person or who were the people responsible for for creating this thing, Adam? So there is this, uh, all of a sudden, there's been a lot of YouTube football channels cropping up over here in the UK. Uh, The the, the main company is a a company over here called Shot Glass Media. So they've started up and they thought, you know what, we need to to sort of give a platform for football fans to come and debate and engage and have their say. So they set up around May, June. I've been there from the start, really, and we sort of – came up with a name and sort of thought, you know, all the different videos we could do and how to get the fans involved. So, yeah, it's been a great journey so far, and hopefully it's only, only the beginning. Now, Adam, you talk about all those different YouTube channels, and, and we've had mm. the, the, the lads from the full-time Devils on. We've had other oh, YouTube yeah. channel boys on, oh, yeah. on the show here, and there's so many of them popping up. I enjoy mm. so many of them, but there's always Good. this conversation of, 
how much is too much too soon? How do you guys uh, how do you guys maintain being different and being unique when there are so many of these things popping up lately? It is difficult, yeah, because I, I used to run a, a football channel called um, Football Daily as well. So obviously, similar sort of uh, similar sort of um, area uh, on YouTube. But I think uh, the Football Republic, when we started up, it, the, the whole idea was we were like, oh, we need to make a channel by the fans for the fans. So we're, you know, the guys behind the scenes of Football Republic are big football fans, and we thought we just wanted to get people involved more. So you know. We, we do live shows every Monday where fans can call in. I think it's the first sort of global call-in show where fans can, can have their say. I mean, we just finished a live stream during the Ballon d'Or. You know, we had fans from, you know, America, Africa, you know, Netherlands. It was great. So I think that's what we're trying to do to make us different is, you know, anyone, wherever you are around the world, whatever you have to say, this channel is for you. Come and have your say. We talk about by the fans for the fans. I love that. And talk about being in touch with with the audience members. What would have been some of the best experience in terms of realizing how in touch you guys actually are with the audience? I think it is that, like I say on the live show. I mean, when we when you do a live show, and you know you've got you've got kids from the UK, stones throw away from where we are in North London, say, and then the next caller, I think the other week was from Nigeria. Just like you can't believe how far. The, the reaches on the channel you know and then you've like i say you've got kids calling in from america that's the thing that i think shows how much potential it's got and how how much reach it's got and that anywhere wherever you are around the world as long as you've got an internet connection you can come and have a chat with us you can kind of join in i think that's what's special about it in a way now adam i, I i've got to say and i'm not just blowing smoke at you here you've got the voice <laughs> you've got the voice of a prominent radio presenter you've got tv <laughs> gravitas when i see That's you do your live stand-ups i'm telling you you're you're a tv presenter you're a radio presenter you got the chops but the online world's a little bit different talk about the mm. challenges of of being in touch with dare i say it i hate the word but the millennial age group here with the online <laughs> channels the, the challenges of being in touch with the millennials i think um i don't know i think you know you just got to be yourself really i mean you you must have the same sort of uh idea you know you've just got to be yourself and i think if you're honest if you're you know if you if you are who you are people will respond to that and i think that's what young people today and everyone really wants is is honesty especially online you can get close to anyone you know we've all got twitter accounts you can you can watch our videos every day all that sort of stuff and i think what people want to see is you essentially, and that's what they respond to. So I think uh, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting industry to be involved in. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more uh, about the Ballon d'Or that you brought up there, and uh, yeah. your guys' live coverage of that. What do you know, Lionel Messi, with uh, his his fifth award, and of course Carly Lloyd, also the uh, the reigning queen of mm. of world football. We'll get to all that a little bit later, and we'll get to your beloved Tottenham uh, a little bit like later it. in the so show. I, I know you're very very excited for that, but let's uh, stay <laughs> firmly focused here on the Football Republic. Talk about mm -hmm. what's next for you guys, because when you turn a calendar into mm -hmm. a new year, everyone starts thinking, oh, wow, we got to start having our goals for 2016 or <laughs> our, our goal-oriented mindset. Is there of none course. of that? Are you guys just you know, flying by the seat of your pants? Or are there actually some goals yeah, no, for 2016? We've got some sort of plan. We've, we've got a little plan going on. I think um, <laughs> it is, as you know, you know, working on YouTube and sort of, you know, digital, it, especially in football, it never ends. You know, every day is uh, there's something going on. Today we were, you know, doing our FA Cup reaction. We were doing transfer news. Of course, the Ballon d'Or. So it's difficult to think ahead. But I think um, the, the, the big one for us is, of course, the Euros 
coming up in France, not too far away from us here in England. So I think that's the, the, the big one we're building towards in the summer. We, we know that's going to be big for us and it's going to be big for every football fan really around the world. And more recently, we've got deadline day coming up, of course. So I think that's going to, I'm not sure if there's going to be any big moves this January because it does seem to be a little bit reluctance to splash big cash nowadays in the January window. But hopefully there'll be some, some big moves that we can sort of uh, talk and debate about on the channel. It's not going to be like the, uh, oh, what year was it? Was it 2011, January 2011 of 2011? Yeah, Andy Carroll, deadline day. Uh, Fernando Torres, 50 million on deadline day. That was, uh, yeah, that was a big one. I think the, those days are long gone. All right, no, no massive, no, no Suarez, Carroll. Was, uh, who, who did Chelsea, did Chelsea land? Who did Chelsea land in 2011 on that January window? That was Torres, yeah, 50 mil. 50 mil they, they whacked on Torres, which, as we all know, uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, but wasn't money well spent. But I think uh, the big one looks like it's going to be maybe Felipe Anderson could go to, to Man United, 36 million. That probably will end up being uh, uh, the big one this January. So uh, we'll wait and see. All right, Liverpool, you don't, you don't have any scoops on Klopp uh, picking up German well, recruits? We were talking uh, they need a defender, right? That's the... That's what with the, the 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 news is seen as they've got how many ham, hamstring injuries they got now six hamstring injuries I think as a Liverpool fan you're sixteen you're, you're, sixteen hamstring yeah. injuries I feel like oh, it's a, I feel like it's a Christmas Carol I thought we're done with the Christmas yeah. you know, six hamstring injuries seven <laughs> groin injuries it's just going on and on and on it never stops the latest rumor was uh, I think it's Caceres from uh, from Juventus that's what they're saying Liverpool are sort of aiming for they do need to bring in uh, a new defender but um, yeah that could be the one I think it'd be a bit bit more of a reasonable deal. Uh, Joel Matip, I think, as well from uh, from Schalke could be could be an option, but uh, we'll see. Definitely need a defender, though, don't they? All right, and we won't be bringing in Fernando Torres. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, would you be happy with Fernando Torres back at? Back I don't at- know. I, I feel like we, you know, we joked about this on a podcast actually about like six months ago, saying mm. that who knows, maybe it's all mental. Everyone talks about the mental side of the game. Maybe if Fernando Torres were to be placed in a Liverpool shirt, be attacking the cop in the second half of a match, he would turn into Fernando Torres of, of 2008. I don't know. Think, I'm just throwing I it out there. He's back, uh, he's back where he belongs now, Atletico Madrid. I think, you know, things have, uh, have gone better for him since he's gone there because, God, they, didn't, they did not work out at Chelsea, did they? I will transition this perfectly into, into break here. What are the biggest rumors that you're hearing? We have a lot of Tottenham fans that listen to this show, so you are representing the, the worldwide Tottenham fan club right now, Adam. Who's Pochettino going to go out and get in January? So, of course, the, the big one is a striker, right? Spurs need a striker. Harry Kane is our only striker in the squad. Uh, so, apparently... Uh, I was talking to this, uh, talking to Rory from the Chelsea Fans Channel about this today. Loic Remy on loan is apparently the new one that we're we're going to try and go for. Rory himself said he can't see it happening, can't see uh, Chelsea sort of letting Remy go on loan to to a London rival, someone who's doing so well in the league. But it is a position we need to strengthen. It. I think the, the most likely is still going to be uh, Sado Berahino from West Brom, obviously. Uh, He's sort of been frozen out a little bit of West Brom, sort of being welcoming, welcomed back into the fold a little bit by Tony Pulis, uh, you know, featured in the FA Cup at the weekend. He could, could be the more likely one, but I think, uh, you know, Spurs, but that'll go down to deadline day. and We'll see whether that actually comes off. <laughs> it always does. His name is Adam yeah. Boltwood, presenter at the Football Republic. We're back with more after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio, taking a little trip to North London. Stay tuned. Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app 
the games and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. It's not a team without t-shirts. Custom t-shirts from Custom Inc. are the easy way to connect any group. Our online design lab makes it simple to create a shirt design that your group will love. Or you can easily upload your own logo. Whether you need one shirt or thousands, Custom Inc. can print any size order. And we know you can't wait for your new t-shirts. That's why we offer free shipping and on-time delivery is guaranteed. Get a free price quote today at custominc.com. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. I have. To get to sleep. Tom had a stressful day, and now he can't shut down at bedtime. Need sleep. To fall asleep fast, millions of people turn to Unisom sleep gels. They're non-habit-forming and quickly help you sleep soundly, so you wake recharged. Mm. Tom? <sighs> Unisom sleep gels. A stressful day deserves a restful night. Use as directed. Active ingredient diphenhydramine hydrochloride. Hey, America, it's me, Colonel Sanders. Now, can you guess what I'm thinking? Nope, that's not it. Nope, nope, not that. Nope, nope. Exactly. KFC's popcorn chicken is made with 100% white meat. Not like those nuggets that come in funny shapes. And now you can get them in a KFC $5 fill-up, along with a side, a cookie, and a drink. Wow, you are very good at guessing things. Kentucky Fried Chicken, it's finger-licking good. At participating KFCs includes popcorn chicken, side biscuit, cookie, medium drink, tax extra. By the fans, for the fans. Adam Boltwood and Nate Abarea here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio. All right, before we actually take that trip, that highly anticipated trip to North London and talk, uh, talk a little Tottenham and even a little bit of Arsenal, we got to talk about the Ballon d'Or and... Mm-hmm. Also, the FIFA Pro 11, pretty standard across the board here, but there are some funny stories that come out of, of today's revealing of, of these awards and, and these, these FIFA Pro 11 spots. My favorite one that Adam was talking about during the break was that Lionel Messi, who, of course, won his fifth uh, Ballon d'Or award, actually voted for Luis Suarez over Neymar. Suarez ended up fifth in the voting. Neymar ended up third in the voting, but mm. Messi himself voted for Suarez yeah. over Neymar. Adam, give me your take on, on this juicy, juicy story. <laughs> I think it's going to be awkward in training tomorrow morning, isn't it, when uh, when this all comes out. But I think, you know, 
I, I'm surprised he voted Neymar, Suarez ahead of Neymar, I should say, because um, I think Neymar was just incredible last year. So I'm surprised he, he's done that, especially seeing as he's going to be seeing them both tomorrow morning. Right, but I'd vote Suarez over Pele. I mean, I, I'd vote, I'd vote Suarez <laughs> over, Mother, I'd vote that... Suarez over Gandhi. I'd vote Suarez that... <laughs> over Mother Teresa. I'd vote Suarez over <laughs> you. You name it. You name it. I'm taking Suarez. Is that a little bit of Liverpool bias coming through? Maybe? None, none at all. No, oh, no, of course not. Uh, do, do you you think Messi deserves to win the Ballon d'Or, though? Right? I do. I mean, it's what what are we looking at? It's Messi one, Ronaldo two. Next year it'll be Ronaldo one, Messi two. I mean, how how long is this going to go for? And I love. There's been the series of talk talk about millennial humor. There's been the series of memes out lately, and I am normally not a meme man, and that's very tough to say meme man. You got to attack that aggressively, but. <laughs> I just want to throw this out there. There's one meme that I've seen popping up all over Twitter and all over Instagram lately, and I love it. It's a a stick figure guy named Bob, and it just says, Bob doesn't argue about who is better between Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. Bob just appreciates being alive in a time where he gets to watch both of them play. I like that. I I love that. I absolutely love that. But, you know, just for for the sake of being on a radio show, do you like Ronaldo or do you like Messi? <laughs> Just going to spark up the old debate. Um, I think, um, listen, I think Cristiano Ronaldo is one of the greatest players of all time, but I think Messi is the greatest player of all time. That's the difference, really. You know, you hear players like Thierry Henry, like Rio Ferdinand, players who have played with these 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 two greats firsthand. The difference is Messi is is, is a genius who can do things on the pitch that just you know take your breath away. Whereas Ronaldo has sort of built himself into this incredible physically into one of the best there is but i think you know messi surely is now without a doubt the greatest full time would you agree with that i mean i was talking to barnaby uh from from spurred on another youtube channel he was saying no maradona is still the greatest because messi hasn't won that world cup i think nowadays the the, the champions league almost is equal to the world cup in terms of achievements the Champions I mean, League equal equal to the World Cup. I mean, that, this is the thing. I, no. I want to go off of – in terms of achievements to the individual, and I want to go to something that I opened the show with here, and that is that of this top ten in terms of the voting from Messi all the way down to Alexis Sanchez, you got four Barcelona players, three Bayern Munich players, one Madrid, one Chelsea, one Arsenal, and it's just this – this tiny little group, and we always we, we joke about the, the European Super League and where, mm. where world football is going, the lessening the importance of, of the international game, lessening the importance of domestic leagues. And, and when I look at Messi, Ronaldo, and the rest of this top 10, I see the four mm. Barces, the three Bayerns, the one Madrid, the one Chelsea, the one Arsenal. I can't help but think about the, the European Super League becoming, becoming an actual <laughs> common <laughs> thought here. Tour. I think the, the, the interesting thing is that in, in the recent years, um, the, the Ballon d'Or has kind of become almost uh, a goal-scoring trophy in a way. It's always the players who score you know, ridiculous amounts, 30, 40, 50 goals a season. And that only happens in La Liga, really. Right. So you see the, the likes of Ronaldo, the likes of Messi, obviously Neymar. That's why they're, 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 they are the peak at the moment. I think, you know, it, it will come back around. You know, we saw the likes of Cannavaro winning it um, a, a few years back. Obviously, Kaka, who is a midfielder. At, at the moment, it's more of a goal-scoring trophy. And that the Liga is, at the moment, where players can bang in 50 goals a season. You don't see that, really, in the Premier League. I mean, look at Hazard this season. I don't think he's scored yet in the Premier League. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the future. I think next year, 
potentially Ronaldo could be leaving in the summer. Um, all the talk seems to be that he's going to potentially pitch up at Paris Saint-Germain. That could be a league where he bangs in 40, 50 goals, maybe sort of finally inspires them to a Champions League final, maybe to win the Champions League. So it'll be interesting to see who those final three are next year because a lot of things could change. You know, There's a lot of talk about Gareth Bale going to Manchester United as well. So it's, it's going to be an interesting one in the future. Could you imagine Ronaldo in in league off playing playing for for PSG week in week out? I mean, you, yeah. you could see a fifty plus goal total for Ronaldo in in league on without a doubt. Now, I do have to say, I'm very glad that you brought up Fabio Cannavaro because that was 2006. It, it's my mm. favorite individual God, ten season. Years ago now. It was ten mm. years ago. It was it was well, actually it was the uh, World Cup 2006. I think he received the award uh, nine right. years ago. It would be, but but he was on another planet as a def. Defender and seeing a defender win the Ballon d'Or, I mean, that, that was, I, I feel like, the last time this award really meant anything because Fabio Cannavaro had that type of year where he was the most important footballer in the world. Not only did he have a great season, but it truly went down to the, the, the definition of MVP, of, of most valuable player, and the way that he, he played for Italy in that World Cup and seeing a defender mm. win the award. I'm with you. I feel like it's just become a, a goal-scoring competition. It's oh, Messi yeah. or Ronaldo every other year. And, and in this case, I, I, I'd, I'd go with Lionel. Now, now as far as the <laughs> FIFA Pro 11, we actually do get some love for defenders here. So since we're taking this time to focus on the defenders, of course, we've got Neuer in goal. Thiago Silva, Marcelo, Sergio Ramos, and Danny Alves. I mean, it, it, where, are we, where are we going? Are we, are we just staying, are we staying pretty much in Spain for, for the whole thing <laughs> yeah, here? We've also got Thiago Silva in there, who's uh, from uh, Paris Saint-Germain himself. Interesting that Marcello and Ramos are in there, seeing as, you know, Real Madrid didn't... I always feel like you need to have achieved something... You can you can play as well as you want. You can be a fantastic player, but I feel like you need to achieve something in that calendar year for you to be considered... to, to, to be considered among the best in that calendar year. So, for example, Ramos and Marcello, Real Madrid didn't actually win a trophy last year. So it's, it feels... Maybe the likes of Chiellini should be in there, winning Serie A, getting to that Champions League final. Maybe they should be in there over the likes of maybe Ramos. Obviously, Silver won Ligue 1. It's almost a, a foregone conclusion in France. But um, it, it seems obvious, but maybe there's other players who could have been in there. Jerome Boateng maybe as well. I'm with you on Chiellini. Absolutely love my Giorgio, and I, I think that he should have made it. And ever since, you know, Luis Suarez decided that he also liked Italian food in addition to Serbian food. I'm telling you, Chiellini's career has taken off. He got the magic Suarez bump back in the summer of 2004, mm. and Chiellini is indeed one of the best defenders in the world and absolutely should have been on this team, especially when you consider people forget. I mean, everything happens so fast in the football world. People mm. forget what Juventus making it all the way to the Champions League final yeah, was back in, in, in the summer or all the way into May of, of 2015. It was such an incredible run for especially, Juventus. Fiolini was right there for all of it. Especially hiring Max Allegri as well. When he came in, um, Massimiliano Allegri was, you know, pe people weren't happy. Juventus fans weren't happy about him coming in. Uh, and then, of course, led him to the title and the Champions League final. So it's an incredible achievement. All right, so so moving away from the La Liga, we've got we've got a Bundesliga keeper, and then our our four man back line here in this FIFA Pro Eleven. We've got one player from France. We've got Thiago Silva who plays for PSG, and then Marcelo, Sergio Ramos, and Danny Alves. As far as the clubs, we've got all La Liga right there. Midfield, we have Andres Iniesta, 
Luka Modric makes the FIFA Pro <laughs> 11. And then we have Paul Pogba. So we have a, another, we do have a, a Juventus representative here. But Iniesta, Modric, and Pogba. Let's just focus on old Luka, a player who you remember quite fondly from, from his days at Tottenham. Adam, did Luka Modric deserve to be on this FIFA Pro 11 squad, in your opinion? Well, it goes back to, as I was saying there, about winning trophies in that calendar year. I love Luka Modric. Every Spurs fan does. Uh, fantastic footballer. But best midfielder, best central midfielder in 2015. I know, obviously, there's a lot of Barcelona players in there already, but Sergio Busquets, I think, is somewhat underrated in that he's not rated as the, you know, the best central midfielder in the world, which he probably is. I think he's, he, he's the obvious choice, but he should be in there for me. Steven Gerrard and Frank Lampard in the midfield for 2015? <laughs> uh, oh, maybe not. You know. um, not this time. Not this time. Maybe uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> no, or maybe right te- maybe 10 years from now. Who knows? You know, may- maybe they just have the- these renaissances in MLS. And they play forever. All right. Forwards. Oh, yeah. We, we, we got to go to this real quick. We've only got a minute before we get ahead of break. Having too much fun here with the FIFA Pro 11 being named. Neymar, Messi, and Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Pretty damn fine three-man front line. As much as I love Luis Suarez, I got to be yeah. serious here. Hard to argue you with Neymar, Messi, and Ronaldo, but I want to wrap this up by saying that there is not a single player from the Premier League on I mean, this FIFA Pro 11. In the now 40 seconds that we've got before we got to head to break, Adam, how do you feel about that, not being a single player from the Premier League on this? What does well, that say? I mean, Harry Kane's a, a glaring omission, obviously. Maybe he could be <laughs> up front into the Messi. I mean, it's arguable. It's 50-50. But I think, you know, like, like I said, there's no players who, who, who bang in 50 goals a season in the Premier League. Unfortunately, at the moment, we're going through a bit of a cycle where we're not quite at the, the level of the Liga, not quite getting as far in European competitions. So I think you can't argue with Ronaldo, Messi, and Neymar, can Suarez, Vardy, and Kane. There's my three-man front line, dude. I'm telling you, we it. are ripping. Hey, that is a gritty, that is a gritty front line. We are coming at you. We're pressing team. high. We're doing it. Suarez, Vardy, and Kane. There's my FIFA Pro 11 three-man front line. His name is Adam Boltwood. My name is Nate Abareo. We're here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio. It's the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Taking a quick break and then, as promised, taking a trip to White Hart Lane and the Emirates. Talking North London on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Tom had a stressful day, and now he can't shut down at bedtime. Need sleep. To fall asleep fast, millions of people turn to Unisom Sleep Gels. They're non-habit-forming and quickly help you sleep soundly so you wake recharged. Mm. Tom? (sighs) Unisom Sleep Gels. A stressful day deserves a restful night. Use as directed. Active ingredient diphenhydramine hydrochloride. Fernandez here. You might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain 
hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570, 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge, 1-800-428-1570, the Health Alert Hotline, 1-800-428-1570. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. There are times being a genius would really come in handy. This is Houston. Your oxygen levels will be depleted unless you put the valve modulator into the auxiliary gauge after you've calibrated the flexternal matrix, not the external matrix. Do not touch that one. I'm just the cook. But thankfully, you don't need to be a genius to do your own taxes. Because with TurboTax, you can snap a photo of your W-2 with your smartphone, and it will automatically put your information into all the right forms. Intuit TurboTax. Taxes done smarter. Welcome back in. It's the World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Tweet us at World Soccer Talk. Tweet me, Nate Abarea, at NateWST. If you're looking for an advantage when betting on soccer, i got to let you know about a unique open betting platform called FanBet. With FanBet, you can follow your friends and top-ranked bettors to get a wealth of betting tips to help improve your real money bets. Here's how it works. FanBet runs a weekly contest called FanPlay. Members place bets on Premier League games using betting credits. The game data is analyzed, and the top bettors are ranked according to their success. And FanBet allows you to see live picks and betting history of these players. And by following winners... Logic implies that you will become more successful. Sign up today for your free account at fanbet.com. After you log into your fanbet account, the first thing you'll see is a live stream of picks from winning bettors, each better ranked based on their average return from their last five bets. And then you can add any pick to the odds tracker, and fanbet will compare leading bookmakers to give you the best available odds for your money. That's work that you used to have to do on your own. Fanbet will do it for you. It's as simple as that. Improve your soccer betting returns with fanbet.com under the huge tip of my cap to fanbet.com for their support of World Soccer Talk Radio. Adam Boltwood of the Football Republic is still with us, and it is time now to take a trip to North London. Well, Adam Boltwood is actually already in North London. He's a stone's throw from both White Hart Lane and (laughs) that place known as the Emirates, a place that Adam, not going to lie, he's not too fond of, but he doesn't talk (laughs) too much, you know what, about. He tries to keep it professional, but I would like him to go into full Tottenham supporter mode as as we transition into this conversation. 
Where do you see Tottenham finishing in the league this year? And I ask you this. This is the dual-sided question because I ask you as a fantastic, objective soccer presenter, and I'm also asking you as a diehard Spurs supporter, where do you see your team Mm. finishing this year? I am very hopeful that Spurs are going to finish in the top four. I think that's 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 what I want. I don't think there's a lot of talk over here in the media in the UK about Spurs being title challenges. I think it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit premature. Uh, so I think the top four I'd be delighted with because at the start of the season, you know, I would have snapped your hand off if you if you'd offered that to me because you know you see the likes of Manchester United, the likes of Liverpool, uh, Chelsea, Man City, Arsenal. There's a lot of competition for the top four. So for us to get in there, I'd be I'd be happy with that. To be yeah, to to be honest. Are you at all thinking, though, and, and just to maybe play, it, it's, I, I, I say I'm playing devil's advocate here, but I also feel like I'm playing, you know, happy, positive devil's advocate here because I'm thinking <laughs> about Spurs winning the title here in 2016, and right. I can't help but think that sure there's enough. no other year where there's going to be a better chance. There is this level of, I mean, the, the American sports word here is parody. There is just this unbelievable amount of parody in the Barclays Premier League this year from Leicester's heights to Chelsea's lows to teams like United and City bumbling and stumbling constantly, even to what Liverpool is, is stumbling with, seeing what Watford and Crystal <laughs> Palace are pulling off. It's unbelievable. It's, it, it, you, can't, you can't write this stuff. And I've never, in all my years of covering this league and watching this league, I've never seen another year like it. And therefore, I can't help but think that there's not going to be a better chance for Tottenham to win the title than right now. And and is it something where being in the FA Cup, being in the Europa League, are, are those hindrances to, to Tottenham's chances of either winning the title or even finishing in the top four in the Prem, in your opinion, Adam? I think, uh, you know, t- Tottenham don't have a, a, a massive squad. I think we have a good, uh, a very good starting eleven. Uh, now that Pochettino sort of uh, assembled there. But if one of those... If one of those players gets injured or loses form, um, that that impacts us a lot. You know, obviously, like you say, we've got the Europa League and the FA Cup um, to, to deal with as well. But I mean, we were talking about the transfer rumours earlier. We've only got one senior striker in our squad, Harry Kane, and I think the, the amount of draws that Spurs have shows that that, that that lack of cutting edge that we have. I think we've got the joint most draws in the Premier League at the moment. I think we've got nine, and I think that shows that we we, we can't quite kill off games. And that is what, you know, the, the Premier League champion will do. And I think Arsenal, unfortunately, it pains me to say, but I think Arsenal are best placed to win, win the Premier League this season. And I think if they don't win it, uh, they're going to have to ask themselves some serious questions. Because although you're saying Spurs, maybe this is the best time for them to sort of compete. I think for Arsenal, this is the year where they, they have to win the Premier League. I was just going to ask you that if you had to uh, place place twenty quid on either either Arsenal or, or Manchester City, who you would take. And so, in terms of of that race between Arsenal oh. and City, or you're firmly firmly placed with Arsenal. Yes, it, as I said, it pains me, but I think Arsenal they've they, they've got all the pieces in place now. I mean, you, you know, they've finally signed in the last few seasons those sort of world class players, the likes of Meza Özil, the likes of Alexis Sanchez. Everything seems to be clicking. The likes of, of Bellerin who's only 20, who's sort of come to prominence. Uh, Petr Cech, of course, has been a massive boost for them. Um, it just feels like now the pieces are in place. And like you say, in, in a season which is so up and down, where you've got Leicester in second place in January, I think this, this is the time now for Arsenal where everything is right for them to finally, once again, win the Premier League. 
All right, we head real quickly up north because I want to go down uh, England and Tottenham memory lane here mm-hmm. with you. But we head real quick up to up to my English neck of the woods. We head up to like Merseyside it. and we head up to Manchester. Considering everything that's going on with United right now and, mm-hmm. and everyone's still in this weird state of, of almost delusional Klopp-phoria at, at, at Anfield and everything that we're going, going through with Jurgen Klopp, <laughs> who finishes higher, in your opinion, Adam, Manchester United or Liverpool this Premier League season? Oh, I mean, you you look at Manchester United. I think if, uh, they're three points ahead of Liverpool at the moment, and they're playing terribly. I mean, they they went on a run without a win in six games, I think, and they're still three points ahead of Liverpool. So I think at the moment, I think you know you you are you're well placed with Jurgen Klopp as your manager. I think the future is looking very bright for Liverpool, but I think at the moment he doesn't quite have the squad that he wants. He he's finding it hard to sort of translate maybe his philosophy to get used to the demands of English football. I mean, you saw him uh, yesterday, I think he was saying he was surprised that the Capital One Cup was over two legs. You can, you can believe how many games that you have to play. So I think next season will be the year for, for Liverpool, really. I think they're going to be, you know, they'll, they'll definitely be challenging for the top four, if not beyond, depending on the signings. But I think this season, um, it, it is difficult to say, because we, we're not sure if Louis van Gaal is going to be there at the end of the season. But I think, uh, yeah, Manchester United, they have that habit of grinding results out, don't they? So I think they're, they're going to finish higher than, than Liverpool, I'm afraid to say. Big week at Anfield coming up. Arsenal in to Anfield on Wednesday night, and then on Sunday it's the the granddaddy of them all as far as matchups mm. in a Premier League season. It's Liverpool hosting Manchester United. I, I say granddaddy of them all. That's for me. I'm, I'm being very, very selfish there indeed, but it's the <laughs> one that I circle on my calendar every year that a Premier League schedule comes out. January the 17th, Sunday at Anfield. Liverpool hosting Manchester United. Shout out again, again and again and again. I'm going to have to start making these guys pay me for these, but the full-time Devils, uh, and my, my good mates, uh, the two Adams and Gaz oh, yeah. Drinkwater, will be uh, hopefully working some stuff out there. There's some stuff being rumored right now, some uh, collaborations, some some written and podcast collaborations uh, in the in the build up to Sunday's Liverpool Man United match. I cannot wait to make those come true. Those should be quite quite fun and banter filled indeed. <laughs> All right, memory lane time with Adam Boltwood. First uh, football match. First professional football match that you ever attended? It, it's difficult to get. I, it was actually my birthday. That I went to my first Spurs match. We're talking. This was like you were, but you were born at the match. Oh yeah, yeah. That's actually what happened. <laughs> uh, this was. Uh, this you're a brave. Was, uh, you're a brave mother. I tell you what. Yeah. Dedicated. She's a yeah, big Spurs man. Um, no, this was. Uh, this was seven or eight years after I was born. This is 1997, I think, the first match I went to uh, White Hart Lane. Uh, we we beat Villa. That's what I remember. We beat Villa. I think it was three two. Big old Les Ferdinand up front. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. That was. It was kind of the year after Euro '96. That was when you know, over here Euro '96, of course, the 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 tournament was held. Big deal for everyone over here. That's when everyone started to get into football. That was my age, sort of six or seven years old. So the year after, I started really getting into Spurs because uh, they were sort of the, the, the team my dad supported. So yeah, we went there. Nine ninety seven, I think, was the first game. And uh, yeah, it's been, on, been a big Spurs fan ever since. First England match attended by Adam Boltwood. You know what? That's actually not too long ago because never the only England match I've been to was uh, not too long ago. It was when Ricky Lambert made his debut. Because it's so, it was so difficult to get England tickets, so hard to get into England games. 
Um, it was when I think it was England Scotland and Ricky Lambert sort of everyone loved it because Ricky Lambert came on and uh, and got his goal. Of course, he's got his famous uh, story sort of coming from uh, coming from nowhere basically to uh, to Southampton. It was at the time I think, and then England. So, yeah, that was the first match. I think I was well, a year or two ago. I think so. So not too long ago at all. Now you travelled to, if I'm not mistaken, was it you that went to Lithuania for England Lithuania recently? Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't there. Oh, you uh, weren't. You weren't there. That was yeah. one of the. That was one of the other guys from from the football. Republic. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was the backstage guy, sort of. You know, uploading the videos on YouTube. Are you going to get to? Are you going to go to the Euros though? I think so. Yeah, I think that's, that's the plan. We're all going to uh, the 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 football public behind the scenes. People are going to head over there. We're going to make sure we we get loads of great stuff. I think that everyone's heading over there. I think so. It'll be. Uh, it's a must to be over there in France. It's only across the channel, of course. I think uh, we're, we're all going to be there for us. You better be there. I look forward to seeing <laughs> the Football Republic's work this uh, upcoming summer at Euro 2016. I hope to be there, but I might be staying stateside for the uh, Copa America Centenario. It's, it's a nice toss-up to have. Either way, I'll have a uh, top flight. Come to the Euros. Come to the Euros. We'll meet in person there. All right. I, I, you know what? I, I look forward to it. I think we'll, I think we'll <laughs> figure, figure a way to work this thing out. All right. Here we go. Favorite England match in your lifetime, Adam? I think I talked about Euro 96 there I think uh, the, the one that made the biggest impression was when we beat Scotland in Euro 96 Gaza scored that oh. unbelievable goal flicked over Colin Henry's head bottom corner did his uh, slightly controversial celebration but that was the one where you know it was uh, that's when I knew I was like football fan for life basically seeing that you know, the, the atmosphere in England was unbelievable. And I think it was only six, seven at the time. You, you remember that. Unfortunately, we then had a bit of a, a bit of heartbreak with Gareth Southgate missing the penalty yeah, a few games later. But yeah, the, the biggest England game, the best was Gaza uh, at his peak, really. Oh, I just, I just crossed myself, by the way. Just absolutely majestic Gaza at Wembley, Euro yeah. 96. And then, but, but then, of course, you know, Gareth Southgate... The whole of England is with you. Oh, it's saved. You know, that call still still sticks mm. with me forever. But, hey, it helped spawn, you know, a great uh, football coming was, home, you know, great track for uh, World Cup 98, you know. That was unfortunately the peak for England. I think 20 years of sort of, you know, 20 years gone and we haven't really hit those peaks again because we've, yeah, we've not done well in any sort of tournament since. I think the other one, it was it was a friendly, wasn't it, where we beat Germany five one England. That was probably the peak. I mean, well, that mean. was a that was a qualifier. <laughs> that was actually a big one. That oh, was fantastic. that was qualifier in two thousand one. That was Sven on the well, Great Escape. Yeah. That was Michael Owen as number one. Heskey with a goal. Owen was it? It was all Liverpool players scored at the uh, at the Munich Olympic Stadium that day in two thousand one. It was uh, it was Owen with the hat trick. Gerard and Heskey. England five. Liverpool five. Germany one. I I, I should say. All right, Roy Hodgson. Is he the man to take England to new heights at the European Championships? How confident are you in Big Roy? Um, I think it's it's almost less about Roy. It's more the, the, the squad he's got at his disposal. What do you think about what he's done with the squad? Because I feel like he's taken uh, it upon himself to to add some youth into this thing and, and be the man that said, hey, I, I, I hate to be the man who has to do this, but bye-bye, quote-unquote, golden generation. we got to start shuffling a new pack through. Um, I think I think he's done a good job, you know. Roy Hodgson has definitely done a good job. I feel like it's almost, I don't want to say obvious, but I feel like, you know, there are at the moment and in the last few years, there's a lot of young, good players coming through who are playing, you know, incredibly well and deserve to be in the national team. So it's almost like, you know, it's, it's almost like a no-brainer, those, those players you have to pick. Um, I, I, for the Euros, I think it's less about Hodgson himself and his abilities. I think, you know, it's going to be more about the squad he takes and how fresh they are for the tournament because of course you know 
England, the English league is the only one that doesn't have a, a European break. There's next to no England players playing abroad. They're all in the Premier League, in the English league. So I think that could have a big impact because, you know, our, our strikers, we're looking at the likes of Wayne Rooney, uh, Harry Kane, who I think has played almost every single game for Spurs. Daniel Sturridge, he's got injury problems as it is. I think we're not, we're not going to be as fresh as the other teams potentially. And that could have more of an impact than, say, you know, Roy Hodgson's managerial ability. Well, 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 we got to keep this extremely brief, but here's the million dollar question. If you were in Big Roy's shoes, is Wayne Rooney starting up front for you at the European Championships, Adam? I think Harry Kane, uh, Harry Kane is starting up front. I think, I think Wayne Rooney will play him at the number 10, uh, if not Deli Alley. <laughs> uh, we try and get Eric Dyer in there as well, you know, try and get Carl <laughs> Walker in. As many Spurs players as possible, basically. Yeah, sounds good to me. Absolutely. Adam, how can they get a hold of you on Twitter, sir? Uh, follow me at Adam Boltwood, B-O-U-L-T-Wood, uh, and also at the Football Rep if you want to check out some great uh, YouTube videos. Hey, great having you on. You're welcome back anytime, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Again, that was Adam Boltwood. Check him out on that YouTube thing that you may have heard of. He's a presenter at the Football Republic. Cheers to the Football Republic for everything that they're doing and bringing football to the millennial age and making it matter in the online world. Cheers to Adam. Cheers to the Football Republic. We're back after this on World Soccer Talk Radio. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707-800-949-8707. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz any time, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. 
you'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Another big thank you to Adam Boltwood. Be sure to check him out on Twitter and check out the Football Republic on YouTube. So much good stuff. Adam doing great work with the Football Republic himself. Adrian Healy is going to be with us tomorrow. Cannot wait for that. Been wanting to get Adrian on the show for quite some time. And I promise you, I promise you, all of you MLS fans, we will not say the killer instinct. During the show, I know you had to hear that about 4,000 times due to that uh, Major League Soccer commercial that Adrian Healy himself came out and said, my God, if I knew that was going to be used 4,000 times, and you were going to have to hear me say the killer instinct 4,000 times. I would not have ever let that go through. But the killer instinct lives on. I cannot wait for tomorrow. And I promise in tomorrow's show, we will not say the killer instinct going to be fun. Cannot wait to have Adrian Healy with us on the show. Manana World Soccer Talk Radio signing off. Love you. Good to be back with you. Cannot wait to keep this week rolling in the Shasta Wolfpack, baby. We got another game tonight going for five in a row to start the campaign. Shasta v. West Valley. Monday Night Football on the west side of the Sac River. Come on, boys. Get in there. Love it. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.